0: Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minibad Mafia. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our podcast today. Hi, guys. Hello. (laughs) We are going to talk about Liquid Love Brewing Company from Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Yeah. I had to say it in my head (laughs) like three times because for some odd reason, my brain is just like... I've got like a goldfish memory right now. It's like ten seconds, and I already oh. Lauren had to tell me like three times where this where this place was, yes. which is You're ridiculous. Like, Buffalo Grove. Because I actually Grove. know where they oh, yeah. are. It's... I know who Liquid Love Brewing is. I just for some reason can't keep it in my brain.
1: All their cans say "Do it for the LLBC Liquid oh. Love Brewing Company," which I really kind of love. So. I like that.
0: That's good. So yeah, and we're also going to talk about. We're going to go back in time a little, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about baby proofing
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i'm gonna try to eventually give some like helpful hints on that but it's mostly just going to be my experience or lack of experience with baby proofing fair so in the meantime let's open the first
1: liquid love beer and talk about liquid love all right so we have mango island sour ale with coconut mango marshmallows vanilla and milk sugar oh man so this is like a, a whole lot of stuff I have not had either of these. I have had a number of beers from Liquid Love, actually. I Um,
0: have, too, but always from you. I think you're (laughs) the only person who I've ever shared Liquid Love with.
1: I think they're still stealth distributing so they're not everywhere. Well, okay, so um, Liquid Love, like she said, out of Buffalo Grove. Um, So one of the brewers and founders... um, Jonathan, he started home brewing like everyone else in the craft beer industry. Right. It seems like, um, and decided once he felt like his beer was, you know, knowledge was good enough that Colorado was the place to go. Oh, um, sure. So he actually went out and worked in Colorado for a while. He started, I think, he did some time at Breckenridge, okay, and then he worked for Bull and Bush which is a big brewery out okay, of Colorado, yeah, Okay. Um, before he came back to the Chicagoland area. Uh, he worked at Lunar, most okay. recently Whiskey Hill, and now oh. started Liquid Love. So he's one of the one of the head brewers, one of the, the founders. Um, his, I don't know, partner, another brewer, et cetera, Matt, um, worked for 25 West most recently, which was essentially down the street and closed... Um, down the street from Liquid Love, not from us. They're up north as well. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm not sure I know that one. They were in like the Stratford Square Mall area or something like that. Wow, okay. But essentially a developer bought all of the property up there and a brewery did not fit into their business model. So that was primarily why they closed, which seems silly because breweries, I think, would actually bring in more money um, in the last year. But anyways, um, and also notably... He was a head brewer at Prairie Craft. Okay. So that um, is actually where Liquid Love started contract brewing out of, was Prairie Craft. Okay. So, um, yeah, so it was an interesting kind of uh, situation up there. I guess Buffalo Grove has some weird rules in terms of contract brewing and different things. What wound up happening, actually, is Liquid Love just took over Prairie Craft. So they bought the brewery from prairie craft and they're still a business partner, but they just kind of stepped back and liquid love took over instead of contract brewing out of prairie craft. They, they just, they just took over. Um, so yeah. Um, so interesting, kind of weird. I don't know all the business scenarios to it. Um, so yeah, so John was still at Whiskey Hill, and I guess one of the stories of how this really came to be was he was set on going out to Asheville, North Carolina, which is huge craft beer business right now. Tom. Yeah. Um. He he was thinking about that. He went out there. He came back. He actually needed to borrow a six still for a homebrew he was doing, and so he got it from Matt. I don't know if they were friends or whatever, but so he borrowed. <laughs> he got one from Matt, and they got to talking. Um. And you know they. Uh, John's family's still in the area here, so he's like, "There's things keeping me here, etc." And they were talking. and They said, "Why don't we just start a brewery? Like, let's let's do this instead of us working for other people. Let's get together and figure out financing and what and where and recipes, and let's do this ourselves." So nice. It was really just out of again home brewing, um, and friendships, and their head art person actually joe um the story that i heard was that he was like a customer that used to hang out at whiskey hill which is how john got to know him and he came on and he does all their artwork okay which is always pretty cool um at least it's all very colorful brings you know eye catching etc um so yeah so they're new i mean they just took over prairie craft and like august of 2020 i think Whoa. so i mean they're like brand new they were contract brewing out of there for a short okay. while but i mean right. they're like like not not they're even a, a couple of years old yeah they're they're a baby and it's it's appropriate for baby proofing so in the <gasps> beer industry they are a baby of the craft brewers oh, in the area for that, sure what you just did so right let's yeah. uh right, try this drink mango island
0: mm. oh wow it smells mango, although I get a little bit of coconut, don't you?
1: Yeah, it smells like candy. It smells like candy. <laughs> to me, it does. It does smell like candy. It smells like candy. Mmm. It tastes kind of wow. like candy. Like, <laughs> this is really good. This is really <clears throat> good. So, yeah.
0: I kind of thought we were going to end up with something really sweet, because you have vanilla, no. and coconut, and... The this... mango
1: brings down the sweetness. I think it gives you that. You really get a lot of mango in here, but I get the coconut too. Mm. And it's like a fantastic combination, I think. This yeah. is really good. Wow. Right?
0: This is really good. Yeah. I mean, mm. you said before that you're, you know, you've only had a little you've had some liquid yeah. love beers before. Same here. I've had some. Um, every time I drink one, I really, really like it. Yeah. Uh,
1: I always get some surprising flavors out of them, too. Yeah. There are Ambrosia Hugs, which was like a chair. I don't remember what it was. It was like some weird combination of fruits. It tasted like chocolate-covered cherries to me. Wow. Like, it just did. I don't know what it was about it. The combination of flavors, you know, it, it just... And, like, their Cobbler Hugs was really good to me. Like, they're all just interesting flavor combinations that just get it right. Like they taste really good.
0: They put flavors together really well. Yeah. And this is a good example of that as well. I mean, like I said, I thought this was going to be sweet. Mm -hmm. Got that milk sugar lactose. I thought those were going to be kind of the stronger overwhelming flavors. And Mm -mm. I mean, the mango is a very, I mean, mango is pretty tart as a fruit. So like, so like I expected the two to kind of the two flavors to kind of intersect with each other mm -hmm. in a way. Um, But, like, coconut, for example, mm. I always think is a pretty overwhelming flavor. Yeah, it, can, it definitely
1: can be. Um, I
0: feel like breweries... I used to be very anti-coconut <laughs> in beer. Um, and it's because, in general, I just don't like that flavor. Okay. I don't like it in food. I just... I don't love coconut. So, like, whenever I would come across a beer that had coconut mm. um, as a flavor, I would kind of avoid it. Okay. Uh, there have been... Beers that have been released that I'm like, uh, yeah. coconut. That's not really my thing. I don't mm-hmm. really want that. Um, but more recently, the last few that I've had, I've really liked, well, and I feel like breweries have started to maybe figure tone out a, down a really, little bit. Yeah, the coconut, figure yeah. out a way to balance coconut with whatever other flavors they're they're working with. Yeah. And for me, it has worked out because... Because you don't really love the the overwhelming overwhelming
1: coconut. Yeah. Yeah, no. You know, honestly, I don't love or hate coconut. I don't like coconut in things mostly because I don't like the texture, not because I don't like the flavor. So I'm kind of indifferent to it. I wouldn't pick or not pick something because of coconut. Um, But I also don't like when it's the predominant flavor in something. Right. So, I like a little hint of it, but I don't think I would like something if it was if it really tasted like just coconut. This I feel like is a perfect blend of flavors to where it's not too sweet. It's really not. No. Like it it I think it almost smells sweeter than it tastes and then it's not too tart, but you taste the mango. It's like the perfect balance of sweet and tart and It's just good. I mean, honestly, this is very good.
0: It's very good. I'm really pleased with it. When we were talking about beers for tonight, um, and this one was brought up, I was initially concerned because it has coconut in it. And I was kind (laughs) of like, ugh, Uh, coconut. Coconut. But I really <laughs> like mango, and mango is a strong flavor, yeah, and true. I just felt like ah, oh, it'll balance out, it'll be fine, and oh, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what yeah. happened.
1: Yeah, so that worked out very well. Yeah, this, like I said, this is this is a very well balanced, very well made, smooth tasting, good solid beer. Agreed. I like it totally. It actually <laughs> has a coconut um, on the artwork. It's a coconut. That looks like it's a ship. A sailboat? A sailboat. Or a it's a sh- coconut sailboat ship? with marshmallows falling from the sky.
0: Aw, <laughs> that's adorable. It is
1: kind of adorable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, so. So. Baby-proofing or lack thereof, whatever lack way you want to spell it. Lack thereof
0: or also baby-proofing. So for me, this would start with <laughs> the lack of baby-proofing <laughs> that was in the world when I was a baby. Mm. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't, yeah, I don't, well. I, of course, I don't remember my parents baby proofing their house mm. because I was a baby, yes. <laughs> but I do remember a variety of accidents happening growing up. <laughs> and some of which possibly could have been prevented okay. by baby proofing. Ah. So for example, I actually have a scar over my one eye that is from me spinning around on a chair and cutting my eye on the <laughs> piano bench. Ooh. Um and I feel like if they had put that little padding around the piano bench <laughs> I probably wouldn't have cut myself open probably not But okay. I don't blame my parents oh, no. for that um because like i said i don't did they baby proof in the 80s Probably was that not. a thing i was not born in the 80s that's like a, somebody else was born yeah, in the yeah okay, okay, so okay. young yeah uh-huh. <laughs> um if, if. i mean barely yeah. the 80s it was it was almost, almost still the 70s, the 70s. <laughs> uh, yikes yikes um Ugh. i I was trying to think of other occasions where maybe baby-proofing would have been a good idea, mm-hmm. and I didn't really come up with anything specific, but I do remember a time when some of the other neighborhood kids were at my house and we were playing in the garage, and I guess you could say that this was a, was something that could have been quote-unquote baby-proofed in the sense that my parents probably could have put like the yard maintenance tools in a place <laughs> that was not accessible to young children yeah
1: probably a um, good idea
0: because at some point someone nearly chopped off someone else's <laughs> finger with this branch trimmer oh jeez, yeah mechanism. like the big shears yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was horrifying and i remember i remember it very well uh, which Dramatic. is crazy because I was probably like six or seven. Yeah, I have very few
1: memories of that age. So.
0: But I remember the kids that were in my garage, and they were all younger than me. Oh wow! And I remember one of them cut. We were, we were building a go kart, oh. and
1: we were cutting rope. That sounds like a great idea for yeah. six-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine your six, letting no. your six-year-old be anywhere near any no. of that now? <laughs> I mean,
0: okay, maybe I was a smidge older, but like I said, everybody yeah. else was younger than so me. So still around so, six. And <laughs> there weren't any adults in <laughs> the garage. To be seen. <laughs> I mean, even my brother, who is six years older mm. than me, was not... Present, present at this for this, I was the adults. Me, well, clearly, so that went well. I, I will say that the adults, when they mm-hmm. got involved, which was at the point where someone needed to go to the emergency room, <laughs> um, were all pretty much in agreement that someone should have been there. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> somebody probably should have been supervising this.
0: Yeah. yeah, and needless to say, the go kart never really got finished. Oh, that's that sad. was kind of the last time we worked on it. That's
1: a bummer. Well, I can I could see that it just sort of became yeah. kind of a non. Yeah, it kind of went down after that. Yeah, downhill after that. That was it. So that's kind of okay. all I can remember of like yeah, your black your childhood, of baby yeah. proofing experiences that I had. Yeah, um, I don't remember a lot of accidents as a kid, but I do remember a family friend got into, she was young, uh, significantly younger than me. <clears throat> so I do remember this. She got into some of the chemicals under Ooh. the sink because yeah, there was I never no that lock and anything. Yeah, me. and her stomach wound up getting pumped. Oof. Yeah. So, like, it it, it happens very un, rarely, but it, it happens. So that was the one um, that I remember in terms of lack of Jeez. yeah you know i mean you didn't have stairs in your house as a Mm -mm. kid we Mm -mm. had stairs we had two like with a landing we had a lot of stairs going up the stairs and we my parents instead of buying like a plastic baby gate for the top of the stairs actually built a like door like half door (gasps) i remember remember that to put and they had like a little one, like a little lock on it. Not one that you needed a, a key or anything. Just like a little closure, whatever. Um, I have no idea what that would be called. But we used that even like until adults. I think it became a habit. Like we went to bed and you just closed it because we grew oh. up with it. Yeah, and it was like it was just there our entire lives so that's and it was genius. just on hinges just so you like didn't have to it was part just a door. of the stairway yeah, it was that's just brilliant like it was built for it so i, I distinctly love that. remember that in terms of baby proofing but i feel like there weren't a ton of other things yeah yeah
0: i like yeah. you said i didn't have stairs growing up so mm-hmm. i didn't that was, that, not issue. A, that was yeah, not a thing. yeah. That wasn't something I really had to worry about. I mean, I know that like for example, we had like a sliding glass door to mm-hmm. our backyard, and it was always locked. Yeah, and things like that. So I and I don't. I think it even had something at the
1: top. I think we had a lock at the top of ours. So until yeah, we were tall so enough like, for. Grabbed a chair. We couldn't get out. I don't, but yeah. I don't <laughs> believe
0: that I could like exit my house. Yeah, uh, as a young Unattended. child. Yeah. Um, yeah, not that I ever would have had any desire to do that because I refused to be away from my mother. But um, <laughs> but if for some as reason yes. I had been drugged and thought and... <laughs> that it was a good idea, then you probably couldn't I couldn't have gotten there. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have gotten very far. Yeah.
1: On the flip side of uh, the the gate, now I'm thinking back and like my parents' basement was like. It, the alcohol was never put away mm-hmm. it was always out there was a giant jar of matches because my parents collected matchbooks Ooh. everywhere there were probably hundreds of matches just sitting there right in this giant jug in our basement like th- none of that they' never even thought about doing anything with that like i you know and I never thought anything of it because it was just there but like that's so funny everything was wide open like I don't know
0: yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I could go even further and list other things that oh, I probably sure. had access to in my parents' house. I mean, they had decanters yeah. that had like whiskeys in them mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah. that I could have definitely. I remember opening them and smelling, smelling them.
1: them. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, they had a sweet one that was like Elvis, Sweets. and his head came <laughs> it was off. Was the one <laughs> I deeply regret that going missing oh, when we moved. Oh, bummer. Because I would have that in my house right now. Oh, I would definitely have that.
1: Yeah. For sure. Right? That would be like in
0: a place of prominence. Exactly.
1: Yes. Everyone Uh. (laughs) should see it when they walk into your home.
0: Yeah. I'm sad know. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess there was stuff like... My parents weren't real... They didn't really drink. My father always drank wine. Mm -hmm. But he would drink like rosé and it would be in the fridge. Yeah. My
1: mom always had a box of wine in the fridge. Yeah. box of wine. box of wine.
0: (laughs) So, like... You know, I I don't remember alcohol really being around in a way that maybe as a child I would have gotten into.
1: I I, I could have. I just never did. Granted, now, on the flip side of that, I have alcohol all over my house, and my children think nothing of it. So, I
0: mean, like, (laughs) keys are so taps, you can buy locks, you know, for taps. And I was like, ugh. I mean, that just sounds like work right. for me. Yeah, no. Like, why would I lock it? Yeah. Then I can't come down here and, just, and like, literally an five seconds. Yeah, and
1: pour out. You're crank good. out some beer. Yeah.
0: Now I got to take the lock up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That sounds so hard. No. So, like, I considered it. Yeah. When I was setting everything up, I was like, oh, I should probably lock these. And maybe when my kids get older, older. I yeah. might do that. That's because fair. When they become yeah. the age that
1: you're like, oh, they probably are going to drink something.
0: Well, and if I just, like, uh, make it available in this
1: way, they, especially
0: yeah. because this is the sort of thing that you could very easily, like, sneak some. Oh, yeah. It's
1: not like it's no a bottle. And no one would notice. Like, the, like, old wives tale or whatever stories that dad marks the bottles with the levels. Yeah. Like, my parents never did that, but you can't really do that with a keyser No,
0: I mean, I could weigh the kegs. <laughs> I got, yeah, but, that uh, seems like a lot of Which sounds like too. something I would totally do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, also no. too much work. I'd rather lock Yeah. The tap and do that. (laughs) Anyways. So, so then, okay. So, to talk about things that I've done, we did like, you know, like the, like I just said, like the piano bench, we did like Mm -hmm. cushions around edges a little bit, like the coffee table. Um, had that on it. I don't think we did most other things. We just didn't
1: have a coffee table purposely for years yeah, until they got I have, older I honestly,
0: <laughs> I had one when my first was real little, and yeah. that was the thing that had like the bumpers around it. Yeah, and then
1: which I could totally see because it's in the middle of the room. Yeah, like, well, it, yeah. it had
0: like little. It had kind of like slots in mm. the base of it, and mm-hmm. we would put like toys and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was a nice way to put things away. Gotcha. Also, have a little table for like when they were little, it had yeah. like bottles and sure. burp cloths yeah. and that Snacks stuff on and it. Things, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they got older, it would have their snack or whatever on yeah. it or something. No,
1: totally useful. Yeah. But
0: that was probably the only thing that we like cushioned yeah. in the house. Um, we did lock the garbage can and the refrigerator.
1: We never did either of those. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of parents that do, especially the garbage can. And depending on your kids' or refrigerator, we never had a lock on our fridge or our garbage cans. Um, and honestly, mm. even we put up baby gates for a very short period of time. Yeah. Like, very short. Because they were such a pain in the butt. I know. To try and open and close and Oof. get. And we had twins and a two-year-old. And we were just like, this is... More of a hassle it's horrible, than it's right? worth. Yeah. So they were very short lived. Like once the twins were old enough to like crawl up the stairs, we were just like, forget it. Like we're done. Not with even. This. Yeah, we're done with this.
0: We did like, like the way that our house is shaped on the first floor. Ooh. We basically created like a little perimeter, like a safe zone for mm-hmm. them with with two gates. Okay. Um, that just kind of went up in between walls. Gotcha. On the main floor of the house, so that. Whenever the kids were up and about and you were with them, Mm -hmm. we were downstairs and we would just put them in this area. And stay downstairs. And that area included the playroom and the couch and the kitchen. Sure. And a bathroom. And so, like, as the adult... Everything
1: you need is right there. Everything (laughs) you needed was in.
0: And even, like... The garage, so, like, uh, you could grab your coat and yeah, leave with the baby without having to really... That's nice.
1: Yeah, go our, our house isn't convenient in that way, such that you can literally walk in our house and circle, go through, like, the TV room up three stairs, get to the kitchen, dining room, go down three stairs, there's a playroom, and you can just walk in a circle. Right. So there's, like, no way of really containing to any, like area yeah really no you're right doesn't work so yeah that's just
0: yeah eh. we just were lucky that we were able to barricade kind of like a little space which was nice because it also made it so that we really didn't have to baby proof
1: everywhere in the house
0: um we i do still find myself taking
1: outlet covers off outlets we put them on once and then honestly like the kids never even were the ones to take them off. It was us being having to plug something vacuum in cleaner. that had to pl- take them off, and then we just never put them back. That like, was kind of where I ended up there's, with that, too. They, I'm sure they're still on some of our outlets, yeah. but I don't think our children ever gave any attention to any outlet Mine in either. our house. Mine either. They could care less, like, at all. So it was really just... It was really pretty useless. Like I the, know, it was just yeah. one
0: of those things. You know, like You're the box to do it. of outlet covers is like three dollars, yeah, and true. so and it covers like your whole house. So like, yeah. You know, you just bought you just it, it, or somebody You're gave you a little kit. Yeah, it probably came proofing. for
1: your baby shower or something. <laughs>
0: yeah, Somebody always buys you yeah. that
1: boring stuff. <laughs> we also used, for a you... short while... <laughs> Hold but, on, did you yeah. notice
0: how when we talked about the ne- the baby necessities, yes. neither one of us said <laughs> baby-proofing <a> baby. stuff? <laughs> I just noticed that.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, no really. I didn't no. use any of that stuff.
0: No, no. Well, I mean, maybe we said baby monitor, which yeah. you could would you... argue
1: is baby-proofing. That's fair, but also... Yeah, I mean, okay, sorry, what were no, you going to say? Um, I was going to say, so we, we did get some of that stuff for like our baby shower, so sure. I felt like I just had to use it. And I put the other thing I put on, which was more of a hassle than it was worth, was the stove. Oh, um, whatever, yeah, yeah. knobs, um, covers? covers. Oh, my god, every time I had to use the stove, they just like hang there and you run into them, and then it Mm-mm. they lasted again. Very short amounts of time. Another thing that my children don't care about at all, they have never tried to turn the stove on
0: in our house. I have those knobs on my stove that you have to, like, push Push and and turn. turn. Yeah, And uh, so you, like, kind of don't really need to put anything else on them. Although I will say that my now 7-year-old did successfully turn the stove on Mm. once as a very young (laughs) child. Uh, It was amazing. I don't know how he did it. I can barely do
1: it. Right. but figured it out that
0: you know he just does stuff like that sometimes sometimes i'm just like like he did this thing at my parents house where he i think i mentioned this where he like figured out where my dad was hiding something in the mm, house mm-hmm. it was a non-significant yeah, thing. yeah. this isn't serious right it was just this little something that he happened to have put away in a random spot yeah and my seven-year-old uncovered this mystery, <laughs> like, without any prompting, without any, hey, so, could you find yeah. this thing? It's like, like warmer, nothing. Warmer, yeah. huh. Just, like, all of a sudden, he just, like, pushed a button, and the wall opened up. And, like, <laughs> and I mean, not that, literally, but, but like, yeah. and then my, my father was just, like, "Hey, how, who told how? him about yeah. this? Like, he was, like, did you tell him about this? Oh. And I was, like, no, why would I do that? <laughs> yeah. And he just... Figured
1: it out. Yeah, kids have figured it out. It's all about motivation, though. That's the thing. Right. Like, no matter even if you do baby-proof something, or like we had top locks on like to the basement and something else. Like once they're old enough to know, you just have to get a chair. Like our Uh, eight-year-old would literally carry a chair, like a kitchen chair down three steps, oh, how he did this, I don't even know, to, like, get at the top shelf of something. Oh, man. So, like, if it, if the motivation is there, they will figure it out. And, yeah. like, the twins would work together to, like, okay, oh, you do this, like you do that. a little unit. Yeah. So, like, That's rough. if they really wanted to get somewhere, they'd figure it out. So we really didn't. The one thing we did do was we did actually put the little lock thing under the sink. Oh, which yeah. Is probably just paranoia because I knew somebody that that happened to. Sure. But on the flip side, in our laundry room, under that sink, there's all the bleach. So, like, it's we didn't do anything with that one. Right. We just did it with the one in the kitchen. So, it's only kind of like half assed baby proofing <laughs> because you walk out there and you're like, oh, there's better stuff out here.
0: Like, if I want to die <laughs> from poison, yeah. I, I could should just drink I could just this. Drink bleach. this.
1: So, um, yeah, but so, yeah.
0: so what would you in retrospect, yeah. what are the things that, like your kids maybe did that if you could have prevented it, me? like for me? me, and this maybe still carries over, although you sort of just covered this as like a they'd figure it out if they could, <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish I could kind of block off more rooms either by locking doors yeah. or something like that. We had a we had at one point an issue where our kids would like go into the pantry and just like eat mm. in the morning and we had to like
1: figure out yeah. First of
0: all we had to basically kinda go through the pantry and make sure there wasn't anything in there that they shouldn't like, really shouldn't eat. Be eating, and yeah. secondly I had to put a lock on my a lock with a key. Oh jeez. Like on my pantry door. And and that did work. Yeah, well um, yeah. But then I got a bunch of keys to doors in my house. <laughs> like, like so I think in, in oh. retrospect And maybe even still, because there are times where I'm kind of like, ugh, they went downstairs into my basement Mm -hmm. and watched something on my theater, which I'm really protective of, Mm -hmm. my home theater, because it took me years (laughs) to make it perfect. In my opinion, it's still not perfect.
1: But you don't want it to get worse. But I don't want it
0: to go backward. And kids make stuff go backward. Yeah, kids break. Kids
1: destroy things. That's just what they do.
0: And so I get like irritated when I discover that they've gone (laughs) down into the basement or gone into the pantry or, you Mm -hmm. know, something like that. And so I think that if I could do things over, I would either try to figure out a way to establish that boundary or Mm -hmm. I would lock more doors.
1: That's fair. We don't let the kids in our basement. We lock, I mean, we when they were little, the lock is at the top of it. So like they really couldn't get at it very easily when they uh-huh. were small. Um, unlike a lot of other houses, which is similarly to us, we are similar in that the basement is really more of the adult area. Mm-hmm. A lot of families, the basement, they, you throw the kids down there. But for us, that's like our space. That's where yeah. our bar is. That's where, our, you know, we got a couch and our biggest TVs down there and all of that stuff. So, really there's no reason there's nothing for the kids to do in the basement yeah so Mm -hmm. we just lock it and you know they'll go down there if we're down there or something but they really don't um we did one thing we did do that most families would not have to do is we put a reverse deadbolt on our front door which means instead of just the lever you need a key to unlock it and lock it. Mm-hmm. So the front door, you cannot get out of unless you use the key. We did that because when the twins were maybe walking, our oldest opened the door while one of us was in the shower and let the twins out into the front yard. And they were just running around the front yard. Oh my
0: goodness. All three
1: of them just like, they weren't leaving, but they were just all running oh, around the front no. yard. And like, there's no chance that I'm not going to ha- ever have to shower when. You know, we have three kids. Well, that's like, not reasonable. Yeah. I so, mean, you're definitely going to yeah. So have moments we, like that. Not that you need to do that, but that is something we had to do. What we also wound mm-hmm. up doing after that was we got an alarm system. Um, and we do set it, but we've never needed it. But the nice thing is that whenever a door opens, it chimes. So right. you know if someone's coming or going or just opening a door. So like if you you hear it, you're like, all right, somebody, Which where did you go? Like in the front door and the back door of different sounds. So you know like someone opened the sliding glass door, like somebody's running to the backyard. So that's actually really convenient because yeah. we know when somebody's leaving
0: (laughs) that's good i like that so
1: that one i would recommend if it's within your means and even if the alarm system isn't you can still get door chimes just to put absolutely they're Just... just like stickers that you can put um with a battery operated so that was that one i probably would have gotten from the start um i don't know many other things that i really feel like would have been super beneficial we haven't had too many accidents in our house um my oldest when he was I don't know, two, maybe? Not even two. I don't know. He was young. He ran and slipped and went headfirst into the bottom of, like, a banister oh. uh, by the bottom of the stairs, but the banister had corners, uh-huh. so he, sm- like you, right above his eye, huge yeah. gash, had to go to the hospital, like, mm. but I don't think I would, I am I would. don't think I would do, like, that's not something you would normally do anything like that. The, right like, the corner of the banister know, like, yeah i mean i have the
0: same yeah it's setup like in freak my...
1: accidents are going to happen no matter what in retrospect i probably should put the knives where they can't reach but again nobody's ever bothered with them see so... now that's
0: a really good point that <laughs> yeah. reminds me of something um <laughs> we we tend to like to joke about like if you get if you hurt your hand or your finger or your we're knee just gonna or whatever, we're going to chop it oh, off. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we've gone so far as to take the joke to the level of going and getting, and getting a knife. getting the butcher knife, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that means that the knife should probably go in a place that isn't easily accessible for yeah, joking matters. That's because- fair i've had one of my kids like walk over there to be like oh man we're gonna have to cut that hand off get the knife and then they like go into the kitchen and i'm just like no 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 knives this is my fault yeah so (laughs) i guess like that's a really good suggestion putting the knives just away. where they
1: can't reach, just in the cabinet, we don't right now. Or just now. where they can't yeah. see them. Yeah, yeah even just if they if they're out of sight, out know. of mind. Yeah, but yeah, that we don't. They're right on the counter, nope, and any in any child can reach them. So they're yeah. sitting in a block. Um, but that's probably something that's reasonable to not agree. have out. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good one. Hmm. Yeah. So mm, there's good. There's bad.
0: What about like uh, and I'll, we can we can kind of conclude here and, and move on to our next drink but Ooh. like um what about like attaching
1: dressers to the wall and stuff like that have you done that stuff we never did um we never did ironically and a dresser fell on top of one of our kids Ooh. like last year yeah so like okay. older yeah but... so they were messing around with something they shouldn't have been messing around with and it like fell on top of them and they were fine, and I mean, they're Cooper's a hundred pounds. Like, you right. know, he was probably eighty or ninety pounds at the time. Like, he's a it, it didn't hurt him in any way. But we literally never attached anything to the wall. Yeah, we've thought about it and never did it. Um, I, you know, I I know you hear of. Not all the time, but every year you hear some kid that a TV falls on them or something. Nowadays, TVs aren't that heavy. So I feel like... That's probably not going to kill anybody. Right. It's like it might injure them slightly. Not that that's good. But, you know, TVs are light nowadays. But yeah, no, their whole dresser fell. Um, Huh. And when they were... When the twins were, I don't know, maybe two or three, they... uh, I went into the room, and all of their clothes were... They had different dressers at the time. They actually had the dressers that my brother had as a kid, which uh-huh. are way sturdier than the dressers now. So they had got taken all everything out of the drawers and were using them as stairs. Oh. And those things did not budge. Wow. Not an inch. Wow. Like, at all. So maybe that's why they thought their new IKEA dresser wouldn't fall over, but it fell over. But, like, the other ones, they literally used as stairs and nothing happened. That's crazy. So, yeah. Um... Mm-hmm. We do right now. We have bunk beds in my oldest son's room, and they are very not sturdy. <laughs> like the top bunk, does it rock? It and, like, does. Break? Yeah, mine.
0: My <laughs> nine year old's his is like that, mm-hmm. and it makes me very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I like kind of secretly have always wanted to take it down. Yeah. Especially because
1: he does not sleep on the top bunk. No, and- nobody sleeps on the top bunk right now. For a short, nah, for a relatively long period, the twins were sleeping all in my oldest right. room. Right? Yeah, I because remember because they all insisted on they haven't they haven't been doing that for a while. But so my my twin boy slept on the top. But again, dude's like ninety eight pounds. And like it made you he nervous, rolls right? around when he sleeps, and it does. It really yeah. makes me nervous. So either we need to buy a sturdier set of bunk beds, or my husband he did. This is the first time that he really suggested maybe attaching it in two places kinda to, the, to the, wall. the wall. Yeah, so like one on each corner because it's in the corner, and so just kind of yeah,
0: so that it's it, uh like. It like, just makes like suspend it, like it, yeah. yeah. why can't I think I of the word that you, I what want what to stabilizes yes. it? Ugh. So, so
1: <laughs> that's the only time we've really thought about doing that is because that thing makes me nervous.
0: Yeah, mine my nine-year-old used to be my husband's. Oh, so okay. it was like built for him by oh, wow. I think my father-in-law built this thing. Um and I remember it in my husband's room like when I visited him in college cuz he sure. still had that like because his was like it's really more of a loft and yeah. then the bottom bunk goes out the other direction.
1: Oh okay. Um
0: so they're not connected to each other's ah, per gotcha. se. Yeah. So it's uh, it's the same setup now with with my 9-year-old but um mm-hmm. but I don't I don't I would say there probably was never a time where my now husband was sleeping in that bunk mm-hmm. when I've known him because yeah. he was a grown man at right. this point yeah. and slept in the bottom bunk. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then eventually this bunk bed made its way to my house. I think we asked for it. I think that my nine-year-old wanted it. Yeah. But I think that once we put the thing together
1: you were like, and he went mm. up there, I was
0: kind of like, oh, no, I don't want this. Right. And, it, and now it makes me very nervous. And my kids don't share a bedroom they've stayed in each other's rooms maybe a small handful of times and when little brother has stayed in that room we've taken the mattress out of the top just put it on the floor and put it on the floor because the thing that freaks me out the most about the top bunk is that it sounds like it's gonna fall on the bottom bunk yeah and I would I'm be worried like, if I was sleeping You're under dead. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's no escaping yeah. that. There's no me running from my bedroom
1: and no. saving someone's life. N- not at that point. So yeah.
0: and I maybe I'm being irrational, <laughs> but it's just that's what it sounds like. When I've climbed up there just to like make the bed, yeah, I'm just like, this oh, yeah. is scary. I agree. I, don't I definitely like it. agree. So I would go yeah. ahead and advise against A bunk bed, unless there's a compelling reason to buy one. They also seem to really enjoy jumping off of them at some phase in their lives. So our
1: twins don't have bunk beds. They have lofted beds. Okay. And so they're a little bit shorter than bunk beds, but still high off the ground. And yeah, they insist on jumping. What
0: is it with kids and, I'm and jumping like, off dude, of stuff? Dude, you're going
1: to break something of yours or something in your yeah, room. Let like me, something is going to break Let me just dude.
0: say that <laughs> when they jump, sometimes they misjudge the jump and they fall and break their arm.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: And that's what happens. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. All right, enough about that. Um, cause we're not really baby proofing anything now and hopefully, uh, not even the things maybe we should. <laughs> yep. All right. So we're going to drink more and, uh, Delilah is the next one we're drinking. This is an Imperial stout with cocoa nibs, strawberries, and vanilla. Oh, this vanilla. A bottle. Um, yeah. Yep. Do it for the LLBC on that one too.
0: <laughs> nice. I really like this bottle. Um, Ooh. Graphic here. It's very simple, but it's kind of like psychedelic pinks. Yeah. And it's just really it's cute. I like it. I think that's what Liquid Love's kind of going for, which is kind of adorable. It's all their
1: stuff is kinda cutesy. It really is. A lot you of know? their stuff is their names are like the they had the um the hugs line. Like that's they so were adorable. It was. It was really cute. I I like it. It's but, you know, <clears throat> it, it's it's definitely I would wonder I would ask like what's the demographic you're going after if you're thinking about things like this art because people would, I would think would think about who's going to pick this up and look at it and buy it and sure uh,
0: well, I think that we've uh, we've both talked about how compelling like label art yeah. can be. And how it draws us in, how for we've sure. had beers that we've seen a cat riding on a unicorn yeah. while also shooting a gun and, and wearing a ninja costume. And you're like, an I have to buy this. And Literally I'm just like, have to buy this. This keeps no going. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be good whether I want it to be good yeah, or not.
1: Exactly. So definitely can art, label art, etc. Um, is is a draw. for, But yeah, theirs are always like super cute. They're very colorful. They're very uh-huh. bright. Like they just stand out. Um With really anything around them. But all right, Delilah. It smells like strawberries.
0: Yes, it does.
1: So, all right, Mm. let's give it a try.
0: Mm. Tastes like strawberries. And vanilla.
1: Vanilla? (laughs) It does. This is vanilla. (laughs) In my head, I was like, and another flavor, and it's not the cocoa notes, (laughs) because I know what that tastes like. So So it must be this foreign substance I've never had before. (laughs) Yeah, no, it actually tastes like vanilla. So this is vanilla. This is vanilla. (laughs) Wow.
0: This is vanilla. Well, (laughs) cheers, man. I mean, wow. What an amazing (laughs) revelation we have made. It's actually... I can
1: taste it this time.
0: Isn't that strange? <laughs> it's what so a strange, strange phenomenon. I've never <laughs>
1: Um it's this is it's good. It's very smooth. Um not very bitter. Maybe I expected with the cocoa a little bit to have a little bit more bitterness than it does. Not that I wanted it, but I guess I expected a little bit. I think the strawberry... Well, a chocolatey and, you know, bitterness. Yeah, yeah. More like yeah. a dark chocolate bitterness, you know, like that kind. Not a hoppy or anything of like course. that. Of course, yeah. Um, but like sometimes, a lot of times when they put the cocoa in beers, it does make it more like that dark chocolate taste yes. to me. Yeah, um, no, I agree. So I expected a little bit more of that, but it really isn't. It's a very, very smooth. Um, The strawberry and the vanilla actually come out as flavors to me. I know. Which vanilla is like my nemesis. Like I never taste it but I do in this. So elusive. (laughs) Honestly though my first taste in my head I was like it's strawberry and something. And then I was like that must be the vanilla. Yeah.
0: This is vanilla. It's good though. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm not a huge strawberry mm. fan when it comes to stouts i don't okay. know i mean i do like this and i love that we're getting these flavors yeah. as an appreciator of beer i think this is really good is it my favorite combination of flavors not really yeah. but only like i said because strawberries is kind it's of weird for me like yeah. Strawberry is a fruit I really like and maybe maybe that's what it boils down to. I mean like I know when we drink beers that are like key lime mm-hmm. you feel very strongly I about I do feel whether very strongly they <laughs> they meet represent your it well. yes. Yeah and I yeah. I think that because I do really like strawberries mm-hmm. but I'm not a strawberries and chocolate fan. Okay. Yeah. That because this kind of has sort of that
1: It tastes like a chocolate covered strawberry. Yeah, like really that's yeah it, i agree it's not my favorite stout i can get behind that it's a very um it's kind of a girly stout like a it tastes like chocolate covered strawberries like it's if a you romantic don't, stout. if you don't I mean, like, look at this label yeah. it's
0: all pink and flowery right? yeah and it's so pretty and it probably kind came a girl's out around probably
1: came out right after valentine's day is probably what it did yeah i bet you um but like if you don't really love stouts because this has no aftertaste to it like literally at all there's nothing you drink it it tastes like a chocolate covered strawberry and then there's nothing like you could drink maybe you would be encouraged to drink more of it because it doesn't have any aftertaste to it what's the abv on it does it say
0: yeah uh i just spun past that where was it 10.8
1: so it's you don't want to drink all of it to it no yeah
0: definitely it it does not not taste
1: Like it's high alcohol. No, that's true. At all. I agree. So this is probably a dangerous one in that it tastes like chocolate and strawberries, and it doesn't taste like it's a high alcohol volume. Correct. Um, And it goes down pretty smooth. I don't necessarily love strawberry in a lot of things. It's actually not my favorite flavor um, in almost anything. Like I will eat things with strawberry, but I wouldn't pick strawberry. Mm -hmm. But If you pick up this bottle and you say, oh, strawberries, vanilla, and that's something you like, you won't be disappointed because it tastes exactly as advertised. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, thank you guys for joining us. I'm definitely going to check out any more liquid love that I see around the Chicagoland area.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. This stuff's been great. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know. There we go. That's another one. (laughs) Liquid Love Brewing joined us tonight. We're super grateful that we got to know this brewery. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts.
1: Have a great week and cheers to you all.